Hello and welcome everyone to the Intuitive Lifestyle Success Podcast, where we explore empower conscious living to create priceless advantages for your wellness, your business, and your life. I'm your host, Master Intuitive Coach and Energy Therapy Practitioner, Kathleen Miller. And today's episode number 31, we are going to be reviewing spring reset tips. This is March Manifestation Month, and we are doing all questions around creating more of what you're truly desiring, being able to get specific around all types of energies that support healthy manifestation, and also to understand when you are creating things you do not want, how to pivot, to change your energy, to be able to slow negative manifestations down, or to be able to reset, which is what we are discussing today. So speaking of reset, I had a complete hooky day yesterday. Normally I am Monday is my uh, podcast, and I just woke up and was in a really interesting flow. I'm not going to call it negative. It was just very different rhythm, which I honored, which really was kind of off electronics. Really, my system wanted to do very little. I, I just rested. I had a very low gear day. And that's what I really was inspired to talk about today in the podcast was honoring those You know, so much of the mental body and business and follow through and consistency, yes, that is definitely relevant to a strong, healthy uh, business. It's important in life. You know, there's a lot of mundane things we have to do that are consistent for, you know, keeping our teeth clean and keeping our, our life going and our families going in a healthy way. But this is really, you know, honoring those times when we can't slug it forward or, the, or we have resistance in the mental body or emotionally or spiritually and it doesn't really have that logistical lineup of checking the boxes nonstop. It's more of an honoring of the flow of energy. And that's where, you know, moving into this kind of spring reset, which I'm really doing today. I've got some business this morning and then I've got a lot of time, a nice big block of time to you know, really reset my space because of being so sensitive energetically. It's something that I'm constantly adjusting my environment around me. I'm very aware of people moving in and out, how things are positioned in my home, you know, the energy of what's fluctuating around, what's happening in the world. And I think a lot of times what's happening is so many people get so incredibly desensitized to these things that they don't realize that the benefit of balancing your environment or really, I mean, not just slight declutter of a junk drawer, but really going deeper with what, you know, items or things in my home and in my life are really needing to be reevaluated or released. So that's really tip number one is clearing the slate, being able to, it might be 10 items, it might be 50 items, it might be 100 items where you're really you know, going from, it can be room to room, it can be maybe one level of your home that you're drawn to. um, And you just ask, like, where's the energy that would, you know, most benefit me letting go of or sharing or uh, recycling in some way, you know, being able to you know, I love it when I have things that I'm, it's not really working for me. I'm not using, but it might be just a huge blessing to someone else to get that item. Um, so asking that and being, being aware of, you know, does this feel like it belongs to a friend or would be a nice gift or, 
it would just be appreciated or is it just junk and it's just holding space it's slowing down what you're wanting to come in because more often than not we hold on to you know broken items or dirty or older items that we think well I don't want to replace it just yet. So all, you know, it's not so bad. We justify the limitation. Um, and, and then what happens is it's not, it's slow to replace. So sometimes when you create that vacuum by releasing things before you have the next yet, it really activates that energy of that desire for that to be replaced. So that can be anything from your clothing to furniture to, you know, old, maybe office items so that you clear up that space. And you're also doing this in a very mindful way with what you are wanting to manifest next. If you're wanting more balance, more harmony, then yes, definitely looking at everything with how can I just simplify, simplify, simplify. To me, this is something everyone would benefit from is how can I continue to simplify? And that's not, you know, you don't have to be a minimalist. You don't have to have next to nothing. That's not at all what I'm saying. You can have as many items as you want. If they feel really joyful and they're contributing to your happiness and you're feeling most alive in life, then go for it. But more often than not, I just see people with feeling overwhelmed with too much to do, too much to maintain in their lives. And if that's the case and you're really reaching for balance, then yes, simplification and being way more efficient with everything is definitely the name of the game. So you want to ask to see, okay, where would that be? Um, and where, you know, what, what could I zoom in on here that would help me begin to create that? So that's definitely one. Uh, two is just a spring ceremony. We've got Equinox next Monday doing podcasts. And I wanted to do this one this week first so that you could be doing, if you're inspired to, a little bit of your own reset this week so that when the equinox comes, you're really in that fresh new energy. You've got those releases done and you're able to just enjoy sort of that changing of seasons, that changing of how the planetary, um, the light changing and really be moving comfortably in that. So, you know, doing your own ceremony can be as simple as you know, staging your home or doing aromatherapies. You can be doing, um, taking all your crystals out, which is something I did this week, getting all the crystals out, letting those reset, um, which is great to do around full moon. Or um, sometimes I do it when there's weather. You know, we had um, some pretty strong weather here yesterday. So it just, it really does a deeper cleanse for um, any crystals that are outside in the rain. But then also asking, okay, now with, you know, again, that mindfulness of spring, is it changing out colors of your decor? Is it, again, a freshening up, uh, looking at, you know, new windows, new, like what, what is it that would really lift the vibration of your space to, and be a, a ritualistic choice that would be supporting the energy of where you're going? So this may be, you know, a deeper cleaning for some people, maybe carpets clean or you're, I'm getting rid of old rugs. And so that's just, you know, rugs are not great because unfortunately, even though they're beautiful, they absorb everything. So with pets and people, you know, sometimes those are trickier to clean, especially if you have more of a designer type rug. So looking at what really is accumulating too much debris that would be beneficial for me to either replace or clean if I can. 
and be able to set that space. Ritual can also be for the body. So this might be, you know, everything from skin brushing to like a full body mask to um, a deeper therapy treatment uh, and, and being a, doing, getting back into the spa, which I know so many are wanting to do. And, you know, being able to have, again, whatever feels appropriate for you to be honoring the body, to be really, you know, again, mindful of, are you needing more energy? Are you needing stimulation? Are you need balancing? Are you needing rest? And really honoring that when that comes up. Because a lot of times we make ourselves wrong that we're tired or we make ourselves wrong that, you know, our body's just not wanting to go Mach 2 all of the time. You know, sometimes I have waves where my schedule gets so full and I sometimes let a lot go through in it. And I can't, you know, we can do this, but it, then, you know, you want those intervals and ebb and flow of, okay, let me now take a bigger break to kind of rest and let myself replenish behind it. So only you can know what that level of, you know, active output to letting yourself be resourced as well and, and, and honoring those together so that you're really, really keeping up with all that you're creating. So that's definitely number two and, and just being mindful of that. Now that might be something really fun to do on the Equinox that you're just getting some items to prepare for that this week. And then number three is really the value of space. This is really understanding, again, like where you have time, yes, we have meditation, but also that you have intervals of time that you are really just, I know some call it floating or that you are just in a space and in intervals of space where you are allowing energy to flow into you. You're allowing all the work and all the doing that most people are just nonstop with, but that you're allowing intervals of space for creation to happen, for things to integrate for you. I'm getting a sense of that there's just more of that time, those intervals that are needed, and that you will actually manifest more when you have those intervals, which sounds counterintuitive because it thinks the more you do, 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 and the more action, the more you're gonna create, and that's not necessarily the case. It's truly about the vibrational alignment anyways and action of course is necessary somewhere in the equation but it's being able to have the value of that space so when i say that it, again it's being mindful of where your your time is going what what are your commitments that are you giving yourself intervals of just downtime time to relax times to kind of do nothing you know i've been loving the the lazy sundays and and really being able to, you know, just have space that is not scheduled, that is not, you know, overly, um, just overly busy, that you're, you're allowed to let yourself recalibrate and come into balance and prepare for sort of the next run. So, you know, honoring where you are, what really feels good. And then also as you're resetting yourself for spring, it's, okay, what is on the docket next? Where am I going into summer? What are my next three month, six month targets of focus that I am hoping to experience or create? I'm hearing some really exciting things of, you know, travel opening back up and people um, scheduling things in the fall that are not gonna be requiring masks, which is 
just, in, you know, exciting. You know, I'd love and so much want for, you know, just that those freedoms and that space to be creating the new normal together, <laughs> if you will, and being able to, to just get back out there and travel and connect and, you know, for everyone to feel secure to be able to hug and shake hands, hopefully. <laughs> that will be interesting to see how that, you know, what, what does come about. But as you're really resetting and you're really honoring just what is coming into balance for you at the moment so that you're replenished to expand and create more going into the spring, that's really what is just, that's the name of the game for this week. So the question uh, that came in this week was somebody that was asking about, um, they, they were asked a question that, what does it mean when you have someone from your past you haven't seen in a while that just keeps popping in your head over and over? So great question. And definitely this, when you have someone in the past that you that is popping into your head, it can mean that they are thinking of you. It can also mean that there's something that is unresolved in the relationship that you are aware of or is coming into your consciousness that you're wanting to come into a greater conscious awareness about. So it might be a disagreement that you're still on some level trying to figure out. It may be that when you, whatever that energy was that you're thinking about something else that's in the energy and that person's relevant to that understanding. So that draws you to them, that draws them to you sometimes. And it can be as simple as you're both thinking about each other and it sends little uh, telepathic pulses, which is why it kind of they're popping into your head. And we've all had that where you're thinking of someone and then all of a sudden they call and you think, oh my gosh, I was just thinking about you. So you've sent that little pulse telepathically back and forth and then that's where that shows up. So if you're not, you know, if it doesn't feel good, you wanna just ask to release and clear just anywhere you're connected to them or they are connected to you if it doesn't feel healthy. So just ask for that to be released. And then just sending a blessing too, because when you take the energy higher to a positive place, it helps if there's any negative you know, residues from, from past communication. So that helps to lift it, helps send relief to them, you have relief, and hopefully moving about in a happy, happy new way. So I hope this has been helpful for you. If you are inspired to connect, I would love to hear from you. Um, you can definitely email me at vibe at intuitivelifestylesuccess.com or you can check my workout at intuitivelifestylesuccess.com. I also have upcoming spring VIP intuitive eating e-course and as well as a intuitive healing soul spiral certification. So that now for the next group is that registration is open um, and lots of other free, great free resources, other podcasts. I've got a fabulous blog and a free activate your intuition e-course on my homepage. So check all of those out. Definitely would love to hear from you. Also make sure you're asking the questions of, you know, um, whatever you're curious about in manifestation as well as uh, intuition, any personal business, life, relationship, intuition questions, keep those coming. And otherwise, thank you all so much. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful week and good luck with your reset.